the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Street Business Network. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump tried to hammer out a new trade deal with Japan despite complaining about a big trade gap. He told business leaders today in Tokyo. The relationship with Japan and the United States, I can say for a fact, has never been stronger. It's never been more powerful, never been closer. This is a very exciting time for commerce between the two countries that we both love. In comments airing on the Fox News channel, the president said the U.S. is selling a lot of military hardware to Japan at a critical time in that region. Tomorrow night marks the 30th annual National Memorial Day concert on the National Mall, and the co-host actor Joe Montaigne told the Salem Radio Network it's a must-see for first-time viewers. The program, again, starting at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, to be co-hosted by actress Mary McCormick. This is SRN News. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. The predatory nature now of global capitalism, it's just completely unrestricted. There's no constraints. It's a wild time. It's the King Banyan Show. We want to create jobs. The quickest way to do it is to provide more food stamps. Government is that fiction whereby everybody believes that he can live at the expense of everybody else. As an educator and former legislator. And that is the free lunch myth. Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Hip, hip, hooray. Unemployment is down. We're in an age where where common sense sounds esoteric. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Unfortunately, economists' words carry relatively little weight in politics. Now, here's King Banyan. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Welcome. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Well, that's a fun new intro to the show. Yeah, you know, I like that riff, too. Nice stuff. Thank you to uh, John for uh, producing uh, another version of the uh, intro to the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Happy Memorial Day uh, to you. Remember the uh, those who gave their last full measure um, to serve this country and to protect the uh, freedoms that we try to enjoy that sometimes i believe we take too much for granted and maybe that's a little bit of what's in that newer introduction that we just played for you here king banyan show 651-289-4477 we are live on a memorial day weekend glad to be with you uh we will of course uh get ourselves to talking about Theresa may and 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 uh, what happened in Brexit. I don't know that we should start with that. Oh, it certainly got a lot of coverage yesterday as you know. We've we traveled to um we traveled to the UK in March expecting that Brexit was going to happen by March 27th and thought we would be observing plans uh being put in place for for what would happen that ended up not happening and Instead, uh, delay and then delay and then delay. And after three times having her withdrawal agreement bill rejected by Parliament, Theresa May, the the straw that broke the camel back was she was going to go back and ask for it a fourth time. That she didn't even get the vote this time. Her, her, um, her party told her it was time to go. I'll explain a little bit more, and uh, maybe at the bottom of this hour, I'll explain a little more of why it is that that, um, for example, why is it that they don't have an election now? It's not that they can't, but my sincere guess is they won't, and it relates, of course, to to the fixed the fixed term Parliament Act of 2011 certainly something that trips off your tongue so well the fixed term parliaments act of 2011 we'll tell you we'll tell you what that is coming up here as well and therefore what's likely to happen in over the summer and as we head toward fall with brexit um look uh, we always start the show here on the king band show with with talk about economic news of the week being it being a holiday week, uh, or heading into a holiday weekend, the in the beginning 
I think of as the beginning of summer comes on Memorial Day. Uh, there isn't as much news. It's also true that the last the last Saturday of the month we always are in a bit of a struggle to find um, things to talk about. So there wasn't a whole lot of news out there. What news was out there, frankly, was more bad than good. Even before you got got to uh, Theresa May's resignation yesterday, which I think is bad news. Um, I and I'll explain why um, when we get to that part of the show today. But I'm thinking of this as doing this in four segments, and the first part I want to talk about is sort of the news of the week, and I'm going to give it to you first, first just straight at, straight on data, okay? New home sales in April were up. That's the best news, okay? Why? Because GDP numbers do not depend on existing home sales, and I know those numbers were weak. I'm going to put that aside because if you want to focus on what's happening with the growth of the economy right now, what you, what you look on, look at is new home sales because those are directly put into GDP. Existing home sales are not. GDP does not include the sale of anything that was previously produced. So if the house is produced and it, and it comes into inventory this quarter and it's sold in this quarter, it is therefore um, something that's factored into this quarter's GDP figures. So new home sales, uh, right about online, 673,000 in April. Revised up the March number to to 723,000. The three-month average is running above the 12-month average, which usually is a pretty good sign of an accelerating real estate market, at least for new homes. Interestingly, just in uh, one little corner of the world, my kid sister who lives up in uh, New England um is had an offer a full price offer for her house sold it the buyer the buyer looked at the at the inspection report said eh, i don't want it and my sister's response was that's fine there are lots of other people out there who would like to buy a house right now and sure enough they put it in the market uh yesterday morning by yesterday evening already had another offer at full price for for the house And, and refinance rates are really helping. Okay, so refinances were up 8.3% week over week in this past week, 31% year over year. People are, you know, listen to the ads on all of, all of our stations here in the Salem in the in Salem world. Okay, you pretty much can't get through a segment without hearing somebody advertise on mortgages and why you should be looking at refinancing your mortgage. We refinanced uh, two summers ago. I'm going to look again. I don't think it's going to get. I don't think it's enough better to make it worth my time, but it might be. It's possible uh, that I could even save a little more, which would allow me to. Ex- what it does in my case is not that I'm taking money out. In fact, what I'm doing is every time I've refinanced, I haven't changed the payment. I'm just putting more into the house so that I can, I can get rid of the mortgage sooner. So that when I get to my retirement uh, here within probably the next ten to twelve years, um, I won't have a I won't have a house payment anymore, and I won't have to worry about that. Um, initial jobless claims were about the same as well. So hey, guess what? If you came to hear good news about the economy, 
If you slept through the last three minutes of this program on the King Banyan show, you can go back to sleep because there's no more good news coming. I don't have anything more good to tell you. Everything else doesn't look lovely. Um, Overseas, some good stuff out of Japan, I guess. Uh, We could talk... um, um, we could talk about India um, and and what happened there. I'm going to pass on that largely because I need someone who's expert on India. It's just not part of the world I know very well, and I I defer to, I defer to other people to do that. Um, what's the bad news? Bad news is sometime toward the end of next week we're going to start seeing goods from China arrive at our ports that will carry the 25% tariff tag rather than the 10% tariff tag that they've had since uh, last August. So that will start. And you're seeing retailer after retailer tell us how, how bad this is going to be because it's going to hit a lot of these, a lot of these goods. There's, and there's no sign that, there's no sign in my mind, and I'm not going to talk much about the trade war um, today. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about Huawei and the, in the entity list and what does that mean but but i'm i'm thinking about doing that next week as well because i think i've got somebody lined up for that if i don't i'll do it myself but i think i have i think i have an expert who's able to talk to me about uh, trade i and i know we're all interested in that but no the the number i want to want to really spend time on rather other than the than the trade war which is of course out there is just the fact that the manufacturing indices are getting clobbered uh, not just here, but pretty much around the world, with the exception of Germany, which had a positive number, as, which was a surprise to everybody. But the market U.S. Uh, manufacturing services composite f- index fell last week, fell last month from 53 to 50.9. That is a three-year low on that number. Okay. It's equally distributed between manufacturing and services sector. Market reported, growth of business activity slowed sharply in May as trade war worries, increased uncertainty, dealt a further blow to order book growth and business confidence. Worse may be to come as inflows of new business showed the smallest rise seen this side of the global financial crisis. Business confidence has slumped to lowest levels since at least 2012, causing firms to tighten their belts, notably in respect to hiring. The slowdown has been led by manufacturing, but shows increasing signs of spreading to services. The manufacturing indexes have been down, you know, in many places, and not just market. The Kansas City Fed's manufacturing index fell one, one point, was expected to actually rise a point. They reported out that regional factory growth was sluggish again in May. Several firms noted that new tariffs were disrupting activity. Core durable goods orders uh, for for April fell nine-tenths of a percent, which they were expected to be down three-tenths of a percent. And March was revised down to a nine-tenths drop from a three-tenths drop. Okay, Inventory to shipments ratio fell to 1.67. So what's happening really shipments of core goods in the first quarter were revised down by six-tenths of a percent. So that 3.2% first quarter GDP number, you can forget that because that number will be revised down when the next number comes out. I will, 
I will bet $20 on that with anybody who wants to take it. You can reach us on Twitter at pound KBRS. We'll settle up using, well, my daughter uses uses uh, Venmo, so that's how we give her money. Um, so if you look around, particularly in manufacturing, but the, the important part of the market report was, was this last line. The slowdown has been led by manufacturing, but shows signs, uh, increasing signs of spreading to services. That is always how these things start. They, they almost always start in the goods sector and then spread to the service sector. This makes next week's jobs report very, very important to us. So Jobs Saturday next week is going to tell us quite the tale. And you really need to be back here next week to talk about that. Another worrying sign was a speech that uh, Jay Powell gave on Tuesday uh, talking about corporate debt and leveraging. We'll talk about that right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Hi, I'm Lee, along with Matt and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. In John chapter 3, there's a man named Nicodemus that comes to Jesus by night to ask him questions. Nicodemus was a pretty smart guy. He was even admired by a lot of people around him. He was a Pharisee who had so much knowledge of the scriptures at that time, but he missed one simple truth you must be born again. Many people call us with issues that seem complicated regarding their roof or gutters. There may actually be a simple solution to the problem. We'd love the opportunity to come to your home, take a look at what's happening, and see if there isn't that simple solution. Just as Jesus answered Nicodemus' question with the famous verse, John 3.16, we hope to solve your problem with a straightforward solution. Call us today at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. Good day. Welcome to our show. Today's topic, how to cover up your backyard. Well, I can't use my tool because it's not big enough, eh? No, but you got a lot of space back there. You know what would fit? What? An Arctic spa or Arctic swim spa. Oh, yeah. Take off. It would have helped with a cabin fever for sure. 
Why should we get one now instead of waiting for fall? Well, because there are model close-up pricing deals. You like a good deal. Showroom clearance deals. And the new models are also starting to show up in the showroom. Yeah, but aren't we going to have to pay a premium right now? No, eh? Premier Pool and Spa wants you to have the spa your dreams when you want it. They get you the very best deal any time of the year. They also bring them in by their truckload so you can take advantage of those big savings. It sounds like they're working hard for me. They want you to have the best hot tub. And it's made in Canada for those Minnesota winters, eh? For the very best price, eh? Yeah, save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool and Chanhassen at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. Welcome back, King Daniel Show. This is 1440. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. 651-289-4477, the number. Uh, Andrew's standing by down at the mothership. Uh, while we are here in uh, lovely St. Cloud, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good weekend. Uh, Memorial Day might have some rain in the morning, but uh, don't let that stop you from going to Memorial Day services. Um it's an important part of our family's uh, observances that we uh, make sure we get to one of the ones around our our area. Sometimes I go, I there's there are two that are within two miles of me, and I kind of split time between them. Uh, so be sure to get be sure to get to one, and uh, and and let's let's make sure that gets done. Um, again, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call. Um, Jay Powell gave a speech uh, on Tuesday, if I remember my dates right, yes, on Tuesday at, um, at uh, the Financial Markets Conference of the, of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. Down, Of course, they don't hold it in downtown Atlanta. They hold it at Amelia Island in Florida. Perfect. The topic of the speech, or the title of the speech, Business debt and our dynamic financial system. This was interesting to me. And I actually went back and looked at the minutes of the last Federal Reserve um, Federal Reserve meeting, the FOMC meeting, and this one this one would have been from the first of a from the first of May. Um and I'm just gonna read a couple this is a couple paragraphs from the staff review of the financial sis- situation. I'm gonna I'm going to try to shorten this up because who likes reading? Issuance of institutional leverage loans increased, but refinancing volumes were low and loan spreads remained somewhat elevated. Respondents to the April 2019 Senior Loan Officer Opinion Survey on Bank Lending Practices, it's not that a mouthful, they call it sluice around the Fed, okay, for banks reported narrow loan rate spreads, easing loan covenants, in increasing the maximum size and reducing the cost of credit lines to these firms, these to the large and middle-sized firms. CNI loans on banks' balance sheets grew at a robust pace in the first quarter of 2019. A little bit later, the staff report included, the staff reported that in the leveraged loan market, risk spreads had narrowed and non-price terms had loosened further. 
The buildup in overall non-financial business debt to levels close to historic highs relative to GDP was viewed as a factor that could amplify adverse shocks to the business sector and the economy more broadly. The staff continue to judge risk associated with household sector debt as moderate. Both the risk associated with financial leverage and the vulnerabilities related to maturity transformation were viewed as being low as they have been for some time. Okay, so that's a lot of jargon and and sounds like code. So let's let's unpack it a second. Leveraged loan market risk spreads have nar- had narrowed, meaning that that rates on rates on leveraged loans had fallen, meaning that you don't have one for one collateral to the loan amount. Non-price terms had loosened further. It was cheaper to get credit in the leveraged loan market. Before that, they had said that that meant that in- issuance of institutional leveraged loans increase, and and that commercial and industrial loans had increased as well. C and I, um, in the slang. So they report this. It gets it gets issued by the Fed in its minutes, which I believe were were are always issued two weeks later. So last week, not back on the 15th or 16th, they, they, they put out this, this report. Not a week later, Chair Powell is out talking to, talking to uh, these bankers at the Atlanta Fed and on his topic, Business Debt in Our Dynamic Financial System. And he shows a graph. If you're following us on Twitter, okay, because they always make fun of me that I talk about graphs you can't see on the radio. No, but if you have your cell phone and you're following us at Pound KBRS using your Twitter application or some whatever other app you use to follow social media, you can see the graph I'm talking about. I promise. You can see it. And what does that graph show? It shows an increase in leveraged loans as a share of book value, in particular for risky firms, for firms that have less than stellar credit. And so he refers to it, and then refers to it, corporate debt relative to book value of assets is at the upper end of its range over the last few decades, and investment-grade corporate debt has shifted closer to the edge of speculative-grade, meaning that that it doesn't seem to matter what your credit worthiness is, they're going to lend to you. And they're lending hard into your market. He, sp- he said, and there, I don't have a recording of this speech, so I'm just going to have to read, read from the speech, and I will tweet this to you at the next break. There have also been sizable shifts within the non-investment grade or riskier debt universe. Sir, the word you're looking for is junk. Higher risk businesses have traditionally funded themselves with a risk of high-yield bonds and leveraged loans. Over time, the balance between the two has swung back and forth because of investor demand, the interest rate environment, and other factors. In the past few years, leveraged loans have grown far more quickly. In fact, while net new issuance of high-yield bonds in 2018 was close to nil, leveraged loans outstanding rose 20% and now stand at more than $1 trillion. So far, the so far this year, issuance of high-yield bonds and leveraged loans have been more balanced. In addition, 
underwriting standards have weakened. With leveraged loans, covenants intended to protect lenders may be an endangered species. More loans now feature high debt-to-earnings ratios, and the use of optimistic projections including, quote, earnings addbacks is becoming more common. Folks, this is, this is a recipe for, for some real chicanery happening in our, in our loan markets. He says further, quoting, quoting Powell again, The rise in riskier business borrowing has been funded principally by non-bank lenders. Collateralized loan obligations are now the largest lenders with 62% of outstanding leveraged loans. These lenders are actively managed securitization vehicles that mostly buy higher-risk assets like leveraged loans. CLOs, in turn, are funded by a slice of equity and layers of debt of varying seniorities. In other words, these are derivative securities. These are the very same, instead of calling them collateralized debt obligations, as we did back in 2006 and 2007, we now call them collateralized loan obligations, CLOs. Is anybody fooled by this? Does anybody think that this is that this is a smart play? After CLOs, mutual funds are the next highest, next largest vehicle for holding leveraged loans, about twenty percent of the market. So, so he continues on this this pace for a while, and and then eventually says, "Today's banks." This is later in his speech. Today's banks are at the core of the financial system and are fundamentally stronger and and more resilient. His concern is over the fact that non-financial institutions are much more more, uh, a problem. And the bigger issue here is they do not have the ability, the Fed regulates banks, it does not regulate mutual funds, it does not regulate CLOs. Those are done by other organizations. So he talks about the fact that that the banking and the uh, financial st- uh, financial stability oversight committee, a creation of Dodd Frank, is the group that's monitoring. In recent meetings, the FSOC has discussed leveraged lending in depth. We recognize that each regulator directly sees only a part of the larger picture, and we are working to stitch these parts together so we can collectively see that larger picture and the risk it holds. For example, the SEC is examining the potential for liquidity strains in mutual funds, and the Commodity Futures Trading Trading Commission is working to understand the use of derivatives to hedge risk associated with leveraged loans. The The question for me, for King Banyan here, is, is it possible that they they can all get this right, or are we heading to another another crisis? Why would Jay Powell give this speech? He would give it only for one reason: he's worried, he's concerned about this, and his concern about this is cle- is a very clear indication that that we should be worried about it as well. Okay, it's the only reason you're giving this speech is that you have this concern. That, that, that we're heading back down the road where these complex derivative securities are going to create an issue for our financial markets during the next crisis. We'll be back after this. We're going to talk about Theresa May and where is Brexit going, if at all. Back after this King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 
knows you'll do it right. And do it yourself to save on what you need to get a landscape you love. We do it right, too, with everyday deals and more during our Memorial Day sale. Shop in-store now and get five bags of premium mulch for just $10. Whatever project is next on your list, hurry into your local Lowe's and save. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Valid in-store only through 529 while supplies last. See store for details U.S. only, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. Most people would like more freedom to do what they want, when they want, and on their own time. At Online Trading Academy, we will teach you the strategies so you can have the freedom to do those things. Whether you're looking for a supplemental income, how to better manage your 401k retirement account, or even know how to manage your broker, we are here for you. Online Trading Academy is the world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Online Trading Academy can provide you with valuable skills that can help you accomplish your goals. Now is the time to get started. Join us this week for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry. And I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. He served as deputy assistant to President Trump, and today he's a national radio host. But his beginnings were far more humble as his parents escaped a communist dictatorship. Sebastian Gorka exemplifies the American dream. Be inspired by his story at our exclusive event, Dive In, Dinner and Discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Reserve your seats at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This event is supported by Closet and Storage Concepts of Plymouth. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. By the way, for those of you that, that care about such things, it used to be a big part of my life. The special session of the Minnesota Legislature is over. Just saw a tweet from um, Governor Tim Walls, who's um, getting uh, breakfast after probably being up most of the night uh, with thinking about this stuff Um uh, at a restaurant that uh, I like on Summit in St. Paul. Um, it's a good breakfast stop. Good choice, sir. I will say that, even though you weren't my choice for governor, but you got a good you got good taste in breakfast. Um, 
651-289-4477, the number to call. Look, we've on this show said basically from the beginning of March, and particularly after I got back from visiting uh, visiting with a group of about 20 students we uh, from here at St. Cloud State, we had students through London, through the north of England, up in Newcastle, into, into Scotland, to uh, Edinburgh, Aberdeen, over to Belfast, down to Dublin, all in about 11 days. We, we wore them out. Um, but I think, I think regardless of who you were talking to, you had two reactions to Brexit when we would ask, so what's going on with Brexit and what do you think? Uh, their first reaction was one of kind of like disgust and a uh, combination of disgust and embarrassment. You know, it's almost like having, it, it's kind of felt like we were watching their dirty laundry, washing their dirty laundry. Um, that was, that was an issue. And the other one, and, and the other one was, was basically, we have no idea what they're doing. There doesn't seem to be a plan of any kind. And my reaction at that moment was, well, then maybe it should be, maybe it should be the case that um, they need a new prime minister. Maybe they need, maybe they just need to do something different in in uh, London than what's happening right now. Theresa May managed to carry on and carry on. Um, tried and failed on a third vote for for the withdrawal agreement, which uh, was what needed to be passed in order to determine the terms and to have what she would have considered to be a good deal or at least a, a, a deal for an orderly Brexit as versus a no deal, which uh, a no deal Brexit, which would have seemed to them as quite um, as, as it viewed by many to be chaotic. Um, so earlier la- late last week uh, news out of uh, 10 downing, uh, number ten downing was that there would be a there would be a fourth attempt at passing withdrawal agreement, adding in everything that had been agreed thus far between labor and and the conservative parties though uh jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the of the labor party, had broken off talks saying well she can't she can't deliver a deal. Mr. Corbyn was right. She couldn't deliver a deal. She took what she thought was her best shot at getting a majority to for the withdrawal agreement with amendments to to put it in front of her own her own party and suffered a revolt of enormous proportions. The leader of her house basically if, if it'd be like if she was the speaker, this would be the majority leader quit in protest Andrea Ledsom. Several other ministers quit in protest, said, we, we cannot be part of a cabinet without bringing this, this bill forward. On Tuesday of this past week, news came that uh, they were not going to bring the bill forward. They were supposed to bring it forward yesterday, and then they delayed, then they delayed it by 10 days. And now it turns out they're not going to bring the b- bill forward at all. Um, that came out on Wednesday, and then... And then yesterday morning, we all woke to the news that Theresa May had, in fact, announced that she was leaving effective June 7th, which means she will be she will be the prime minister in place when um, when uh, President Trump visits England, not this coming week, but the week after. I imagine that'll be fun. 
Um, and along with that, uh, uh, along with that, um, now comes elections. Uh, so the elections will will come shortly. But let's first play uh, Theresa May. This was this was her in front of Number Ten Downing announcing her resignation yesterday morning. Go ahead and play that cut. Ever since I first stepped through the door behind me as Prime Minister, I have striven to make the United Kingdom a country that works not just for a privileged few, but for everyone, and to honour the result of the EU referendum. Back in 2016, we gave the British people a choice. Against all predictions, the British people voted to leave the European Union. I feel as certain today as I did three years ago that in a democracy, if you give people a choice, you have a duty to implement what they decide. I have done my best to do that. I negotiated the terms of our exit and a new relationship with our closest neighbours that protects jobs, our security and our union. I have done everything I can to convince MPs to back that deal. Sadly, I have not been able to do so. I tried three times. I believe it was right to persevere, even when the odds against success seemed high. But it is now clear to me that it is in the best interests of the country for a new Prime Minister to lead that effort. So I am today announcing that I will resign as leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party on Friday the 7th of June, so that a successor can be chosen. I've agreed with the party chairman and with the chairman of the 1922 committee that the process for electing a new leader should begin in the following week. I have kept Her Majesty the Queen fully informed of my intentions and I will continue to serve as her Prime Minister until the process has concluded. It is and will always remain a matter of deep regret to me that I have not been able to deliver Brexit. It will be for my successor to seek a way forward that honors the result of the referendum. All right. So so that that's the first part. I don't know if you have any more of that that Andrew. If you don't if you don't that's fine. Um but that that that's the white flag. She says I I've had enough. So let me let's first of all explain explain what happens next because that I think that's the question particularly for those of us that don't live within that system. What happens next is beginning after she steps aside on June 7th. Now, she's resigning effective June 7th, which means she will be the prime minister again for the visit of President Trump. She will continue on as a caretaker running the office of the prime minister uh, past that. But parliament goes into recess during the summer and typically has very few sittings um between between the beginning of june and the end of august it takes a fairly significant amount of time off the importance of this is the following in the negotiations last month theresa may was basically told you will get an extension but only to the end of october now, this, this has a few implications, one of which was they have to participate this weekend in the European Union elections. I've been watching. I, there's not enough results out there for me to spend much time talking about them at this point. Um, 
the Greens have won in Ireland uh, by, by a significant amount, much more than, than people had expected. Um, it, but and and the Tories, the Conservative Party, are going to be are going to be wiped out in this in this. But in and the expectation, of course, is the Brexit Party led by Nigel Farage um, will come will come first in in those elections. So there's that. But the other part is they're they only have till October till October thirtieth to actually establish the new relationship. There are not many sittings of Parliament. Someone has to come forward and figure out what happens after October 30th. So the way these elections work, you heard Theresa May refer to the 1922 committee. The 1922 committee is the committee of, of parliamentary members that participate, of parliamentary members of the Conservative Party. There will be a group of people who run, who will stand for election as the new leader. That election as a new leader has to happen, has to happen by, um, that election of a new leader will have to happen um, sometime right after June 7th. But the way this works is, if there are more than two candidates standing, the first set of votes happens just among the members. So the, the conservative MPs will vote a series of votes, each time removing the lowest numbered person. I think they have a certain percentage. Um, and, and they will vote. And they have to get to, to a supermajority. To to, they have to get themselves down to two. When those two have been chosen... Rather than deciding between those two among the members, it then goes out basically to all of the conservative party members around the country. So non-MPs get to participate in that stage of the election. Now, it doesn't take much to understand that the party is split in half. Not, not, well, maybe not in half, but the party is split between those like Theresa May, who campaigned to remain in the 2016 elections, but then said, I have to obey what, what the voters said, and I'm going to deliver Brexit because that's what the voters have said. Some people sense she didn't have her heart in it. She did have her heart in it, but she certainly didn't, when she said a bad deal, you know, a no deal is better than a bad deal, I'm not sure what she thinks a bad deal is certainly is different than my definition. I thought her deal was a bad deal. However, they're going to have to come out with something and get a vote by October 30th. And now the EU is looking at getting a new dance partner. Who could the new dance partner be? We'll talk about this that right after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. 
You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and most importantly, revenue. There really are are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAB Audiovisual. WNAB Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good to be good to be with you on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, leadership battles in uh, parties are really interesting affairs, but I don't think you'll find many more interesting than this one. The U.S. media has, of course, latched on to the fact that uh, to replace Theresa May in the U.K., everyone is focused, of course, on the person they refer to as the blonde bon- bombshell, uh, Boris Johnson. He is, he is the leader of the Brexiteers. Um, he is prepared to go without making a deal. In other words, he's willing to take a no-deal Brexit and has been very clear about that pretty much from the start um, and, and d- doesn't really particularly care. He's declared himself to be in. Um, there's another person willing to leave without a deal, Esther McVeigh. She is in the race. 
There are others. Uh, Ledsom, uh, so I mentioned, who was the uh, leader of the House of the Parliamentary uh, Conservative Caucus. She has she has not announced whether she's in or not. Um, but uh, at any rate, she is uh, certainly planning. Uh, she's certainly planning to uh, um, participate in some way in this process. Who knows who she'll throw her lead behind? Amber Rudd, who was a who was a Remainer during the 2016 election, but a very powerful minister in the May cabinet, has said, "I'm willing to serve for whomever," and, and including uh, Boris Johnson, which is interesting. So she's willing to serve in that in that cabinet. There are th- there are two people who are against the who are against leaving without a deal. Matt Hancock, who's who's a forty-year-old, youngish guy, uh, currently the health secretary, he has he carries the health portfolio. He is in. He's declared he's in, um, and he has a a decent chance. What we are re- really waiting on is to see whether or not uh, there are two other people who are sort of in the no in in the remain camp, or at least they're not willing to leave without a deal. Uh, uh, Sajid Javad, who is who is the uh, in Minister of the Interior, the Home Secretary, um, there, and then Michael Gove, who many people th- think of as being the chief competition to Boris Johnson. The funny thing about this, just to point out the politics of this, is that because they only send two names out to the broader population. There's a lot of jockeying to make sure that that one of those two names is not, in fact, Boris. It is believed that Boris is probably less popular among his colleagues in Parliament than he is among the broader membership outside. In other words, if Boris is one of the two names that gets out to the broader population sometime toward the second half of June... You can pretty well bet that he wins. It would be a real surprise if he's one of the two finalists and does not, in fact, become the next prime minister. But do not be surprised if, through the jockeying, the last two names that are sent out do not include Boris Johnson's because he's made significant number of enemies even among the conservative members. He would be considered a lightning rod that's likely to cause them to lose, to lose the next election. And so they won't be comfortable, maybe, with, with having him lead the, lead the conservative party within parliament. Leader of the Tories, a leader of the conservative party, must go to the Queen and receive permission to form the, the new government. Okay, assuming she grants her assent, which would be almost unheard of for her not to. Um, If you've seen The Crown, you know how this works. Um, That that cabinet will be formed and then appear before the government, uh, before Parliament, and ask for a vote of confidence. Meaning, everyone who intends to vote for the government's program must stand stand in the hall in which uh, the yeas are held, okay, that's the voting, the, the voting chambers, okay, and there must be enough of them there. As you'll recall, there are not enough conservatives to have a, par- have a majority all by themselves. Theresa May in 2017 
went to the electorate trying to get a new vote, trying to get uh, a stronger hand to pass the Brexit deal through, ended up losing that election such that she's in partnership with the with the um, Dublin, uh, excuse me, with the uh, with the Unionist Party, um, with the with the Unionist Party in Northern Ireland. That's why she says she was going to reserve resign from the Conservative and Unionist government. The Unionist government is is those ten Northern Irish members of Parliament who give her enough votes to pass bills. In order for this to work. Whoever is going to be the leader of, of the Conservative Party also has to have the Democratic Ulster Party uh, be part of it. They're going to have to find those 10 votes, too. That means that whoever does this is going to still be stuck with that question of what to do about Northern Ireland. And that puts that, puts that new leader over in a hard place. That leaves one person who's actually declared who hasn't ruled out a no deal, but clearly kind of wants to make, would prefer to have a deal, and that's Jeremy Hunt. Okay, so, so if I believe, I believe if I go back and look, I think I can see that the betting odds currently on Jeremy Hunt are currently 12 to 1 in in London, because you can bet on elections in, in London. You can get 12 to 1 odds. If I was going to put down a punt on anybody in this thing, I'm not betting on Boris Johnson, particularly when I'm getting less than even odds. I like Jeremy Hunt for this uh, next job, and that means that we'll we'll have much more intrigue happening as the month goes ahead. Uh, goes ahead here, and you'll get to hear about it all much more coming up. Coming up, why are prices so high, and which prices are high? We'll talk about that and more. King Banyan Show, Business fourteen forty. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. 
Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The intensity of the abortion debate in the United States has reached a new level as Alabama's Governor Kay Ivey has signed a bill banning virtually all abortion in the state. The overwhelming national response indicates that we have now reached a new moment in America's conflict between the powerful forces for abortion and powerful forces against abortion. It would not be an exaggeration to say that the map of America, when you look at the question of abortion, reflects an intensity and a polarization hauntingly like the map of the United States before the Civil War. In recent decades, the pro-life movement has sought to chip away the logic of Roe v. Wade. There's no chipping away here. Alabama's move is a direct challenge to Roe. Stay tuned. One way or another, the issue of abortion may well be before the Supreme Court and very soon. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.